to conscious acts of change. Where thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective works about inner spiritual growth and development has been prepared for you. It's all about how do we want to live our life? Do we need to heal our life? Or perhaps we sometimes just need a little restoration, kicking off the dust and putting on some new things. This is Empress Q. Thank you for being here with me, taking the time to listen to my voice, to my teachings, spending time in contemplation and retrospective space where you think about what am I doing with my life? Am I honoring me, loving me, taking the time to just be there for me? Today we are going to talk about healing and restoration. Healing and restoration. You know, sometimes we just don't always need to be healed. You know, the world gives us vocabulary that is not always applicable at every stage of our life or every experience in our life. Sometimes we just have to really sit and be still and think about what it is that we need. What do I need? What do I need? Not what the world tells me I need. What do I need? So today, I'm going to talk about healing and restoration. So welcome to each one of you this afternoon, this morning, this evening, wherever you may be. And let's begin. You see, there's a difference between being healed and being restored. Being healed is a process of being set free from trauma and grief and loss and pain and the detrimental impact of man's words and actions over our life. We become so bruised within that experience that we lose ourselves and it's like taking a shotgun and just shooting us and it knocks us down. It's the action of being separated from all that negative impact that we experience. That path we chose to walk. It's the breaking with all ties with that which violated us and created us to be something other than who we were created to be. Whether physical, mental, emotional, verbal, or psychological. Healing requires a lot. It means that I've gone through a lot. That I wasn't paying attention to myself or my environment. 
and I allowed things to come in to take me off my square. It's the journey of being released from the grip of infirmity and abuse and trauma and rejection. That tragedy and that hurt we allowed for someone else to call upon our life because we were not where we were supposed to be. Whole, loving, trusting our own self. This is first and foremost a necessary process to allow you to experience a life free from captivity. Being released from the bondage that you have put yourself into and to spring forth into the freedom of the power that lies ahead. The influence of deception and your own expectations have caused one to need healing. You see, being restored, the opposite of healing is you're not as wounded, so to speak. Being restored is the process of being returned back to the truth of your original identity and walking out your journey according to the blueprint that sits within the withinness of your DNA. It is about bringing you back to that space of purity, freedom, and your spiritual connection. It is about routing you back to love. And that is applicable for healing as well. It is the journey of a resuscitation and resurrection life out of the old garments and patterns and into that which was before the creation of time. It is about being realigned into your destiny where your identity is not formed by the titles you hold or the positions you have acquired. It is determined by the level of truth in which you operate. In scripture, John 21, 15 through 19 says, In the midst of brokenness, failures, sins, mistakes, and hurts that are experienced in this world, Jesus restores. To restore literally means to bring something back, to return, 
to recover, to put back in order, to adjust back together. Realigning. The latter can not happen before the former. It is not possible to know your destiny all the while you are held hostage to things of this world. Why? Because you don't have the clarity, the vision to see. All addictions, whether it be drugs, alcohol, food, work, people, material, wealth, sex, or competition, these restraints are mere distractions to keep you tied to the lower realms of your existence, which is the body, the flesh, the sensations. They are fed by the lie that you need them to survive. But the truth is, they are holding you captive. Captive from reckless abandonment into the calling of the earthly life. You see, this is why when we talk about the world scope of definitions and lifestyle designs and algorithms and uh, influencers and trends, and we become confiscated and diluted in the system that is temporal. They are here to feed the lie that you need to survive. But the truth is they are holding you captive from reckless abandonment. Our own personal separation from God. Pulling us, calling us tugging us, putting weights on us to fall into the conditions or the matrix in which it has created for us. Every living thing in the world. True freedom, however, is an immunity from the trials and tribulations of day-to-day -day living. And society's imposed rules of how we are supposed to live is not working for everyone. Not for everyone. It is a place of authoritative privilege because there is a knowledge that the power within you is greater than any that surrounds you. It is liberty. It is liberty from emotions that react, dictate, and control your next move, your next thought, your next feeling, your next mental, 
physical experience. It is a position of authority to walk through and rise above all manipulation. How, when, where are we ready? Are we ready to rise above the manipulation, the puppeteers of the world, the judgment, the condemnation, the conspiracy, the exploitation? And even the need for expectation. Because many of these things occur and happen in our lives because we put our mental space into expecting something from someone or something. We are expecting because we have a need. And within that need, it may not always or necessarily be for our happiness. Is it a need of greed? Is it a need of selfishness? Is it a physical need? Do we need to fulfill some emotional space where we're feeling low? We've gone from the penthouse to the garden apartment. Who or what has authority over your life? We must sit and contemplate and look at all of the players, all of the actors, all of the situations, all of the things, all of the environments that we have invited into our life, thinking they're going to give us something greater than we can give to ourselves. What in your life needs restoring? Your life is not broken, but in need of adjustment to help you gain greater insight and fulfillment for spiritual resurrection. What hindrances are you currently experiencing hindering your restoration? For if I am not sick, I have not failed. I am not broken down or fragile. I just need to return, recover, and bring back what I separated myself from. You see, we choose. We always choose because we were given divine choice. We choose the path, the experience, the resurrection. We choose the pain. Some of us walk into pain and hurt and giving our authority to someone else knowing that it's going to be there because I don't want to be alone. But we must bring ourselves back from what we separated ourselves from. What have we separated ourselves from? We have separated ourselves from the relationship between ourselves and Yahweh God, from prayer 
from being still, from being silent, from contemplating, from spiritually understanding our connection and relationship to the divine cosmic universe. We have separated ourselves from our own inner trust and have put our trust in someone else. We have separated ourselves from the spiritual and the con unconditional love that is available to us, through us, above us, and below us in the atmosphere and the energy field in which we stand. And keeping the covenant. We are separated from keeping the covenant of our own individual life. That we agreed upon before entering this atmosphere. Fulfilling the spiritual blueprint of God's will for our life. Not my will be done. Thy will be done. I will the will of the Father. Freedom is an exemption from restraint, lack. Restriction and slavery, emotional slavery, mental slavery. It is a journey into an indulgence of a Abundance, freedom is. It is the liberty from restricted mindsets that second guess what lies ahead after resolving what lied beneath me. Those things so deeply rooted under me that I have to go deep within to discover, to see what they are, to find them, and then to do the work to dissolve them. It is an ability to step without reservation into unknown terrains I never allow myself to experience. Hmm. There's a lot of people afraid of uncertainty, the unknown. But you see, within the unknown lies the realms of possibilities and potentialities. They are not designed for you to see. They are designed for you to build trust and faith and knowingness that is there. This is not a candy store. Our life is a place where we come here to not only live, but to also be tested through trials and initiations to see if we pass the test in that phase and time of our life in order to help us grow. 
but the world tell us oh those are tribulations and you're going to fail and you're going to die and you're going to do all of these things because it is adverse to what you want, feel, desire or know These are your initiations. These are your different stages in life in which you must trust that in order to get to where I need to be along the path and fulfilling the will of God, he needs to know, am I committed? He needs to know, can I pass the test? Will I meet the qualifications of the initiation to get into his fraternity? Or will I just give up and just say, later, <laughs> I'm not going to do this. This is too hard. I'm not going to do this. God doesn't love me. You all know I love to get traumatized. <laughs> but this is serious stuff. Because there's so much in the cosmic atmosphere that we do not have the ability, the capacity to see with our natural eyes. But if we take the time to be still and commune and partner with He who sent thee, He will reveal to us all of those possibilities and potentialities that are waiting for us right at our footsteps. But we have to open the door of our mind and not be afraid to go into terrains that we've never entered before. You see, fear only produces more fear. Uncertainty only produces more uncertainty. Lack only produces more lack. Because first, we're not using the power of our spoken word to call into our life that which we really seek to experience. We're not using our I am from within a healthy perspective. We're using it attaching the darkness behind it. So we are having all these dark experiences and don't understand why God is not there for me. When we say things like, I don't love myself. I'm just tired. I am sick. I am frustrated. I am no longer in love with you. I hate this job. I hate this uh, a body. I hate having to do the work for myself. Those are all things that we are manifesting. That's why we're seeing those things. So do we need healing or do we need restorative repair? I never learned how to trust myself.
I always put my trust in someone else. The trust that I own, I gave it to others. Do you put your trust in yourself? Do you have authority over your own trust? Do you trust your life? Do you trust that this year will be the year that you change? Not the year that you're going to acquire all these things and find a husband or a wife or make more money. Those are temporal. They will not restore or heal your soul. The adversary and afflictions that impact your life can turn you either into a victim through shame, guilt, and remorse or can propel you into operating within a higher framework in truth. Within a higher framework in integrity. And working towards a higher framework in your divine mission. You see, the shift is in your mindset from the old paradigms into the new seeds that allow you to walk in purity, in light, in authenticity, in legitimacy, as well as authoritative maturity. That's what it's about. Taking back your throne, your kingdom, your voice, your authority, your sovereignty. Let me ask you a question. What do you think, I'm sorry, who do you think you are? How do you define who you are? Think about that. Who do I think I am? How do I define me? Not the world's definition. You want to define your life. Because when you define your life, then the, the world will respond to that definition. It will respond to those elements that you have encased around your celestial and astral field so that, that that becomes your light. That becomes your defense. That becomes your protection where nothing adverse to that can come into your sacred space and harm you, requiring healing or even restoration. You just need some time to be still. It's so important. Even if you be still and go into your little corner, into the little dark space where you feel safe and comfortable and you just lick your wounds alone and cry. 
and cleanse and do whatever it is that you need to do to bring that light back versus stitching your wounds after a long surgery. But never forget that if you have been operating in darkness, there is now enough light to see that the patient on the operating table is you, you, me. Examine what has occurred in your life and examine your role in it. Examine your needs that you expect to have received out of it and then examine the needs of others who were looking to you. Isn't it now time to return back to the radiant light in which you came from? It was the office of the Christ that restored the reality of the anointed body of rebirth. Repentance is a part of spiritual restoration. Repentance. And it is us renouncing our former way of life to be more in accord with the Father's plan and the universal will for our life. In repenting, one should seek accurate knowledge of God's will and wisdom. And to give you some scriptures that, for those of you who are Christians, and just as a thought for our contemplation regarding our life, doesn't matter what your religious practice is, because all religious practices can give us wisdom and knowledge. But in Joel chapter 2, 25 and 26 says, And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And then Jeremiah 30, 17 says, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee by thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. Psalms 51, 12 says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Restore. See, we're in there. We're not all the way broken or broken down. 
we're fixable. Isaiah 61 7 says, For your shame ye shall have double, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, therefore, in their land they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy be unto thee. These are just some words of wisdom, hope, to know that. We're not all the way off the course. We may take a side road, take an exit, derail, but we're still on the path. Trying to find our way. And there's light at our footstep. And Jeremiah 29, 11, my most favorite. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you an expected end. See, we want our expectation to be towards he who sent us here. God Almighty the great divine director of our life. And he loves us so much that he let us fall and fail without judgment. Not many people here on this planet will do that. <laughs> Not many. But we have to know that we can get back up with the wounds, with the afflictions, with the scrapes and scratches, and know that God is a God of second chance, and third chance, and fourth chance. And as many chances that you need to get it right to return to Him. To return to the life and the light that provide for us, created us, supply us, restore us, and keep us. I hope that this lesson today, healing or restoration, and I put behind it which, which, which do you need? Healing or restoration? Because some of us have done some work. Some of us have done the work. But life is always throwing at us. some kind of hand grenade <laughs> and we have to dodge and catch and put out the fire and do all these things to stay focused and to not find ourselves derailing and doing things or saying things or being things that are not like the image and likeness of he who sent thee. 
So, as you prepare to move forward in the new year, I hope that you did not bring any wounds of last year into this year. I pray that you are perfectly whole and if there's any attention for repair, it is simply restoration. But if healing is required, then I pray that you spend the time to love yourself, to do the work to set you free, return you back to liberty and to give you clear vision and spiritual understanding of your reason for being and what you must do, what you've committed to do before entering the earth's atmosphere. You have an agreement, a signed contract, a blueprint a design of what you should be doing. We can enjoy all the elements of life. You see, that's why Jesus said, and all these things will be added. Because after you do the work, after you seek Him first, seek ye first the kingdom, His kingdom, not yours, and its righteousness. When we delve deep into knowing and building that relationship and that connection of who He is and our alignment to Him, and He know that we are serious and we're not looking for a gimme God, then all these things will be added. What are all those things? All of those things that are in your heart. You don't have to ask for. Because he said, I know the thoughts. They're in the heart. And he will deliver them. We don't have to go on the floor and start begging and kicking our legs and knees and like a baby and having tantrums because we didn't get it during the expectation we set for ourselves. That is the wrong approach. Be still and know. This is Empress Q. I hope that you have enjoyed today's session and I am so excited because this lesson for me is a reminder for my own life. You know, that we have to wake up and stay focused and know that we never tread into areas of our terrains or territories or environments that we move through that we require healing because someone has come and caused damage to us. Mm -mm. I might get a little bump or scratch but I can restore. I can catch it in time because I'm connected. 
And when I say I, it is collective. Each one of us have a wonderful evening. I'll see you at the next podcast and I have another hot topic for that one too. So I'll definitely be looking forward next cycle. Shalom.